Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us video stores still exist and of course guys as always the dogs are here and they are real and of course the illustrious Butt Maestro is here how's it going buddy but before we go any further I let's get decadent What? Oh, I was quoting JFK. Let's get decadent. <laughs> uh, I don't worry, any everyone. I'm not going to do a goofy accent like the Admiral. Although, I can't be mad that he did it, because it's appropriate to this movie. Uh, hi, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about the shit they love. And, ooh, okay, so you know how last week... The, the Admiral was kind of giving me shit for picking a Zoolander. Alright, I'm not going to give you shit for picking this movie. But I will say, of all the fucking weird movies you have made me watch for this show. And I'm grateful to have watched them. This is one of the weirdest ones. You know, you say that about every single one. Not every single one, just Interstate 60 and a handful of others. Okay. But again, grateful to have watched them. And that's the other thing I need to point out with this movie is, yeah, it's a weird fucking movie. So, <laughs> Oh my god. So, um, before the movie... It was also a lot of fun, I hate to say it. The uh, I love how before the movie even starts, Hotep. Uh, a relative of a descendant, uh, Egypt, I'm sorry, 17th Egyptian dynasty, uh, 301,000 BC to, fi to 1550 BC, to... Family surname of the Egyptian pharaoh. Open parentheses, king. Close parentheses. Bubba. A southern, a male from the southern U.S. A good old boy. Cracker. Redneck. A trailer park resident. <laughs> wow. That appears on the movie before it even starts. Uh, just to let wow. you know, going into how much of a crazy thrill ride this is, all I have to say is that I'm 100% glad that Bruce Campbell does not devolve into a parody, a lampoon. Of Elvis, he makes Elvis himself. He doesn't play, doesn't a, an actor with an Elvis voice. He just well, and the the fun thing about his role here is that like he's not having to be a young Elvis impersonator. He is impersonating Elvis at a time of his life where Elvis never actually reached. So it's up to Bruce Campbell entirely how Elvis looks and sounds at an age he never actually reached. Yeah, uh, as far as we know, because this could be real. This could be not real. You don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> I also, uh, I also I, like. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that old people hallucinating themselves as prominent historical figures is actually very common oh, in uh, assisted living homes. Yeah, um, and especially all have, in the South. My God. Yeah, and all I have to say is that um, if you're looking for a definitive, is he Elvis? Is he JFK? Ossie Davis, JFK. Yes, Ossie Davis is a black man. Is an African American gentleman. Yes. He is believed that he is JF, JFK, died black by the CIA. 
There's no definitive proof to whether either they are lying or telling the truth. And I love that this movie does not divulge that information. It leaves it... Right, my my takeaway from this movie with them two is he thinks he's Elvis, and he... More than thinks, he firmly believes he is Elvis, and he firmly believes he is JFK. And you know what? For the purposes of that movie, that self-belief is all that matters. Yes. Um... Now, I did send the Butt Maestro the back of the DVD because you watched it on Freebie, correct? Correct. Did it, so I did not get this tasty little nugget. Uh, did it interfere with your viewing? Like, were there some scenes that were just, like, randomly ads? Or was it, like, distinctly, like, oh, hey. Oh, yeah. No, there, there were some scenes where randomly three minutes of uninterruptible ads. Uh, <laughs> A few times, actually. Oh, wow. Oh. But here... You, you, you want me to read uh, the, the back of the DVD case for you? Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Mud Creek, Texas is about to get all shook up when mysterious deaths plague the Shady Rest retirement home. It's up to an aging, cantankerous Elvis, in air quotes, Bruce Campbell, and a decrepit and black JFK, Ozzie Davis, to defeat a 3,000-year-old Egyptian mummy with a penchant for sucking human souls. Can the king show the world that he's still... That he can still take care of business? Wow. Yeah. Oh, also, by the way, were you aware that this is the same director as the Beastmaster? No way. Look it up if you want to. I'm That's pretty fucking sure. funny. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read. Uh, you go ahead and look that up to make sure. But I have, a, uh, as, as mentioned, I do have the DVD uh, case. And I do have a little leaflet. Yeah. Bruce Campbell did write a letter to, a letter from Bruce Campbell. About him first reading Bubba Hotep. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, read it. It's rather lengthy. Um, so Go for it. So I'm just going to go ahead. Uh, when I first... No, I don't have it. You do. Uh, I know. When I first read Bubba Hotep, I was fairly flabbergasted. I had a bunch of weird movies already, playing weird roles. But this script about two aging icons battling a mummy in East Texas rest home was the weirdest I've ever read. I told Dan <laughs> Costelria... That I was very interested, but Bubba remained in limbo until Don could wrangle the financing. I brought it up to my agent and my manager, and their response was, let's just say tepid. Don was proposed to making this low budget, no release, weird-ass film in January, which we know is the pilot season, quote-unquote. The three-month blitz where actors get cast in new TV shows and they have an opportunity of the time of the year uh, to get into this pissing contest. I pressed the date and what movie would be, a, what time would be available. They said April 11th. So, uh, that was the unofficial start date of Bubba Hotep. To play Elvis, pushing 70, I spent a month in a rest home. And I'm going to spell this out because I know I cannot sp- say it at all. N A C. O G D O C H E S Texas Natchitoches. Nat- well, okay. In Texas, te- in Texas, it's pronounced Natchitoches, but it is spelled the same way as Louisiana's Natchitoches. Oh, okay. All right. Natchitoches, Texas. Interviewing Elvis's old friends by phone, pouring over his movies, concert footage, and documentaries. I actually did do that. I did spend 45 minutes in an Elvis class, quote-unquote, with one of the best imitators in the business. I would have devoted more time, but that's how long 
it took for him took for him to give to give up to me look man you're never going to get it he said just do your thing rejection from the king's impersonator was very hard to take but fortunately there wasn't much booty shaking in the script elvis was mostly an old guy with a bad hip the next key element to secure was the makeup situation i could practice elvis to death but not for the uh I didn't look anything like the guy. Melaine Mel Tooker was, uh, she did the effects makeup artist. Like, so she did it. Yeah. Uh, she worked with her, uh, she worked with him in, uh, uh, K and B effects several times, mostly in the Southern hemisphere. And, uh, Bruce Campbell knew she could pull it off. When Don and I started talking seriously about making the film, I had two key questions. Are you going to see it by it? I mean, the cantankerous, penis referred to several times as a, in the script yep 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 don answered no that was good how long are we going to shoot for six weeks was his response that was an excellent answer too because i meant filming with don was almost twice as long as normally would do for the film's budget yeah allowing for a for a cool little time invested as a result, I really enjoyed working with Don. I had a lot of respect for the similarities we shared for both for for our boat that we did for our first independent horror film roughly the same time. For a fun fact, he was persnickety unlike the A-list artors. Dan makes his films on hand. He was called a pre-slacker film period making. Uh, and then... I don't really want to go anywhere else, but I'll skip to like the end. Um, Love it or leave it. Bubba Hotep is a truly independent film. Without your word of mouth, the world would be without redemptive Elvis mummy picture. And then where would we be? Mm -hmm. TCB, baby. Bruce, don't call me Elvis in quotations. Campbell. Wow. Uh, I didn't read everything, guys, because uh, it was a little lengthy. I know we're already a little bit longer than what it was. But I'll take pictures and post it on the Instagram, which I did post in pictures of the dogs just a couple of minutes ago before recording. Can, can confirm. I, I twisted his arm a little bit, but he did, in fact, finally put some pictures of the dog Because you've, you've been sending me these borderline artistic-looking pictures of Tesla and Frida and... Like, my, my God, if you don't put them on Instagram and or fucking frame them, Admiral. Hey, I just do what what, what tools I have. You have two incredibly f photogenic dogs, sir. Uh, Frida is a little bit... Incredibly photogenic Frida's a little bit more easily persuaded. Tesla is the one where it's like, the Honorable Tesla, buddy, come on. Come on. No, the ca the camera loves them both. Oh, I know, but uh, I have more photogenic pictures of Frida than of the Honorable Tesla. Uh, un unlike us two, which is why this is an audio show. Exactly. And that means audio show, <laughs> podcast. Oh, Bubba Hotep, let's go. We're back. Bubba Hotep. All right. <laughs> so we're back so on 12 target. minutes in. So would you, would you please get us into the plot of Bubba Hotep? And describe as best you can to the listeners what the hell you made me watch the other day. Yesterday, actually. Okay. Uh, so you've already read the script out. Uh, I'm sorry, not the script. You've already read the plot out. Um, so basically, 
this movie is about to turn 21, um, and it has a African American president president in it. It is Black History Month, and this is going to be released the Friday before President's Day. So I thought, hey, this works. Oh, by the way, did you confirm that uh, the director is the same as Beastmaster? I, I have not, but give me just a few seconds, and I can flip over to his Wikipedia page. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, he co-wrote and directed the Beastmaster uh Bram Stoker Award uh, for, yep, Boba Hotep. Um, director of the premiere episode of the American TVC's Masters of Horror. Uh, oh, and the horror movie, uh, horror, horror novel and internet series, John Dies at the yes, End. Yes, and he also did the Phantasm series, uh, whereas the the guy, the, the like, the curator, the, the curator is a really weird word. I don't know why I picked that one specifically. But the, the runner and- of the old folks' home is uh reggie yeah. from the phantasm series yes okay uh, I've, i i say like i've ever seen the phantasm i actually have uh you would like it now that you're older as an adult and can be able to the the only phantasm i've seen is the underrated uh batman animated mask of the phantasm that, that, they, those two don't coincide they don't they don't share a link just want it, you to know Although we we have already reviewed, yes, that, we did, didn't we? We did a while back. We did. Um, God, we've been doing this for a while, haven't we? Adam? I've been doing it a little bit longer than you, but we're coming up on your fourth year, I believe. Yes, sir. Yep. Okay, so basically, uh, Elvis is in this uh, old folks' home, and he thinks that, uh, and he has his narration. This narration with Elvis was going on, and apparently, for a long time, his internal monologue. Hmm. Apparently for a long time, um, it was two different people. It was Elvis and someone else. Uh, But Don showed this to some of his friends, and one of his friends literally stood up in the theater and go, can you please just give the narration to Elvis? It doesn't make sense for the other person. (laughs) So that's why it's just Elvis talking. And it brings some gravitas to Elvis himself. Maybe it's just because it's Bruce Campbell's voice. But it makes it more realistic and more believable that this is actual Elvis. That Sebastian Half did become Elvis, still had a drug problem, and basically switched with the actual Elvis. And the whole reasoning is because apparently the real Elvis could switch back whenever he wanted to, but he lost his contract in a quote-unquote barbecue accident. Which, I don't know if you remember that scene. That was hilarious. Oh, I do. I do. Um, I absolutely remember that scene. And, and, uh, and the only friend he has in this old folks home is uh, a kook crazier than him. And he believes he's JFK. And I love how he responds. Yep. But JFK was a white man. That's the funny part of it. They dyed me this color. It's, it's so nuts. So, so yeah. Um, there's a African-American gentleman that thinks he is JFK, uh, dyed black, which, okay, we're just going to go for it. <laughs> Although the only way we can respond to that is, okay. Yep. Uh, and I love how he goes into, uh, a little part about how a piece of his brain is back in the jar in DC 
and it's just a bag of sand. Oh my god. Because later on in the movie, he's like, I'm thinking with sand here. And I'm just like, oh god, they went for it. They went for it. Mm. Um, I mean, look, they fight a mummy that's 3,000 years old. And you think that would be the worst part of it is that. But the effects look so amazing. Looks I also have to point out, Bruce Campbell, for most of this movie, completely disappears into the role. Completely fucking disappears. There's a handful of times where he's just kind of looking at the... Like, I think specifically in the scene where the beetle is attacking him in his room. Mm -hmm. uh, There's a few stills in that scene and close-ups where I'm like, oh, there's Bruce Campbell. Otherwise, he fucking disappears into this shit. I was fully ready to believe and buy. All right, this is old man Elvis. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, also, uh, Ozzy Davis just is an amazing person. And this was one of his final roles he did because he passed, um, I think, a year after this movie came out. He brings solemnity to this role. And... Puts oh, we're it, talking about uh, JFK? Yes. Puts it. Ozzy Davis? Yes. Puts it in. Uh, Ozzy Davis puts it in the upper echelons of a B Saturday afternoon movie, which this is. And acts yeah. circles yeah, for sure. around Bruce Campbell while Bruce Campbell is acting circles around him. Both of these. But, like, he never lets up. Correct. And, and Bruce Campbell, I, I feel like, is so good at uplifting every actor around him that's exactly what he does exactly exactly um yes oh and uh thank you frida and the honorable tesla there's this weird folder it says unredacted cia what did you find unredacted cia files that's really where oh oh guys we're getting a jim strangeport cameo um just oh yeah just give us a few seconds. All right, all right everyone. Yeah, hold, hold on a sec. We'll be we'll be back. Well, hello there. Welcome to this CIA file. I would like to share with you some top secret information. This is Dr. Jim Strangefork reporting live from an undisclosed location. Anyway, I wanted to share with you some fun stuff about Bubba Hotep, as I know that that is what you are looking at this week. And... It is such a ridiculously underrated movie because just no one knows about it. But it's so great. It's so stupid and funny and wonderful. Fun thing I learned recently, it is based on a book. And I have not read that book as of yet, but I cannot wait to find it. And my favorite part of this knowledge is that in that book, there is a third character alongside Elvis and John F. Kennedy. And it is an old woman who at least claims to be a post-sex change John Dillinger. And the best part of that is that one of my favorite books I've ever read is Bruce Campbell's own Make Love the Bruce Campbell Way. Bruce Campbell, of course, playing Elvis in this film. He has an entire chapter in which he goes on this great adventure through the Smithsonian trying to stop someone from stealing John Dillinger's penis. So the fact that he has now two connections to John Dillinger's penis being chopped off, man, I love that. But this movie is great. It is probably one of my three favorite Bruce Campbell performances right after Army of Darkness and My Name is Bruce, which if you've never seen those movies, uh, I pity you for being a movie fan to have never seen Army of Darkness. And My Name is Bruce, you should definitely look up and find it and watch it. 
Uh, and yes, I know he has been in other movies that are far superior to maybe Bubba Hotep even, but he's not that much better. Like, you can't top him playing Elvis with cancer on the penis as an old man fighting a mummy who is a cowboy. You just can't top that. It's such a perfect movie. So, I hope you are all enjoying this. If you have not watched this movie, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast anyway, but you should be watching Bubba Hotep right now. Pause, go watch Bubba Hotep, they'll wait for you to come back. Also guys, I just have to say that this is probably my favorite Bruce Campbell role of all time, period. I know that's a lot to say and undertake, but I feel like this is a underrated movie, a cult classic in its own, but I feel like Bruce Campbell does an amazing job, and this is my favorite role he's done because he loses himself in this role. That's why it's my favorite role by Bruce Campbell. Wow, that was very informative. Thank you, Jim Strangepork. Thank you very much. How did you feel about that, but Maestro? Was that informative? Uh, I I will have to hold my opinion until I can get clearance for this particular CIA file because I didn't hear it on my end. But we can. Well, I'll, I'll react to it later. Okay. Uh, yes, guys. Uh, thank you. I'm gonna take your word for it, Admiral. Yes. Uh, thank you, Jim Strangepork. That is the power of editing, people. The power of editing. But guys, let's go ahead and we are getting through the plot. So basically, also, did you like how it kind of like poked fun at the healthcare system? Absolutely. Medicare, Medicaid, whatever it was. And I'm just like, wow. Uh, They just consider old people expendable. Yep. Like, okay, well, here's the next one. Yep. And I love how that lady just threw her father's purple heart in the trash. (laughs) Like wow it's it's pretty fucked up yeah uh and i love how their other friend is uh kiwasabi he's basically looks like uh he's just dresses as the lone ranger and i yeah i love that he has his pop guns and he just pops and he goes asshole 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 <laughs> um and then that that was fun do you, for do sure. you want to talk about the uh the meme i sent you earlier before recording about uh, Bruce Campbell talking about the bug scene. Yeah. Let me, let me pull this picture back up. <laughs> it's just Bruce Campbell looking at the, look at the camera. <laughs> look, man, do I look like an ichthyologist to you? <laughs> Big damn bugs. All right. The size of my fist, the size of peanut butter, banana sandwich. <laughs> yes. I mean, look, it's a Bruce Campbell movie. When when old man Elvis used the word ichthyologist, I fucking laughed my ass off. <laughs> it's a Bruce Campbell movie, uh, Ozzie Davis movie. Come on. It's one of those movies where it's like, how the fuck is this not a bigger movie than what it is? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Absolutely. And then, oh, I love how... I love how Bruce uh, Bruce Campbell's Elvis. I love how Elvis has flashbacks, and we get to see it through his point of view. I love those sequences. How he's like driving on the on the road, and he's like, he's like, I had my own time, but I was doing my own thing. It was about me, Elvis. Yeah, just like that. It was. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't needed, but it. But it exactly. was beautiful. It was. It was exactly. all well done. Uh, also, do you like how JFK's room is just like the White House? Yep. <laughs> um, and I love how 
Yep, with with all the uh, mug shots of people who tried to kill, and the one that succeeded to uh, kill JFK. Yes. Uh, and then also love his uh, his vast array of assortment uh, sweets that he has of of everything. I didn't catch that shot. Oh, he um, he he was talking about baby roots and ding dongs, and he goes, "Not my ding dong, I mean a chocolate ding dong." Well, I guess. I guess, I guess mine would be chocolate because they dyed me to this color. And he's like, wait, you got ding-dongs? He goes, I got baby Ruth. He goes, hand me a baby Ruth. Let's get decadent. Like, Let's get decadent. just that whole conversation was not needed, but it was so just, it added more backstory to the characters than we know we needed. Also, what what about the the sequence where they're in the bathroom? And I like, I was like, I like how Elvis is just like, you come and maybe stare at these walls on the shitter thing. Come on, man. It's 3 a.m. Let's go. Like, <laughs> Amazing. Like, yeah. Uh, and then we find out that the mummy is was on tour, one of Tutankhamun's lesser. At one point, they call him his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. It's, it's kind of unclear. Yeah. So basically, S- sibling, relative, I don't know something. So basically, they, they make the point that he's a lesser relative, basically. Correct. So he's been touring around the United States, and they got to Texas, and he was stolen. And then a severe storm hit Texas. Bush drove off the bridge, and the sarcophagus was untombed. So Bubba Hotep, that's the name of the mummy, decided to just go to, as JFK put it, proverbial bird's nest of souls that no one cares about because according to jfk any orifice open your soul can be sucked out of did i put that properly sir i I think so um uh so i love that apparently according to jfk the mummy had his mouth over his asshole and tried to suck out his soul. <laughs> it sounds worse than it is. It it really it's, does. It's so goofy. It really does. So the final night, I fucking love it. The final big night comes, and they're like, "All right, we gotta we gotta do this. We gotta get everything th- done." Oh, I also love how um he uh, Elvis has cancer, and so he has to put on this special type of ointment on his uh. As he calls it, his crankshaft. His, his pecker. His his pecker. His crankshaft. I, I think he calls it his pecker a handful of times. His crankshaft a handful of times. Yeah. So he he refuses to call it a penis. Yeah, so uh so Ella Joyce, the head nurse, decides to put it on, and he's just off daydreaming, and he gets a heart on for the first time, and apparently, almost a decade. I love his re- a few decades. I love his response. I haven't gotten big since two presidential elections ago, and it's like. Wow, the sheer audacity of him just thinking of that and saying it was just amazing. Um, <laughs> and I love how she's Mr. Hat. It's, it's fucking great. Oh, come on, you old dirty fool. And I love how he's like, go ahead and finish, baby. And it, it's this nice little play because he's, he, he, he's, he's an old man. And I'm not saying he has the right to do this, but she doesn't seem really offended about it she seems more like oh shit used to it she, she's used yeah, to just it like well damn not not the first time yeah 
So it's just nice because she brings dignity to the role that she's only in it for maybe like five scenes. And she does such a fucking amazing job. Absolutely. I love how he gets pissed at her and says, next time I'll throw this walker across your head. And I like how she gets, she's like, oh, and just walks off. Just, <laughs> just like, oh. Um, and so we get to the final night of the supposed, oh, the scarab sequence. I wanted to discuss this with you. Yeah, because you know how much I love the scarab sequence in The Mummy. Right. So when he stabs the scarab and puts him on the heating element. The, the space heater? Yeah. Should that also electrocute him as well? Pro- yeah, probably, because he's holding a fork. He basically stuck a giant fork in an open element toaster. Okay. So yeah, that should have fucking killed him, but... I, that was the least of my concerns in that scene. Okay. <laughs> I was so distracted by ten other insane things in that. I wasn't even thinking about how the open element of the uh, space heater should have electrocuted him too. But that that's a good point. I figured, I was like, hmm, the butt maestro and GLaDOS would probably know this if it really happened. Yep, he'd probably get shot. Oh, so here's the thing. Gla- GLaDOS very purposely did not watch this movie with me. Oh, uh, well, good. Uh, Patron watched it with me. She loves this movie. Uh, she 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 actually saw this movie before we um, before we started dating, and when I mentioned I was going to review, oh. it, she was like, uh, "Can I watch it with you?" I was like, "Oh, one thousand percent." And we had a fun time watching together and laughing. Um, God damn it, y'all are so adorable. We know we are. Uh, so then, fucking wholesome. We uh, the final night comes, and I love how they're getting ready to go. Uh, I love how they have both have their outfits, their classic outfits. Nice pair of shoes to go with the JFK presidential suit. Yep. The white uh, Elvis one-piece sequenced <laughs> yep. to the point. With, with the cape. And I like how we have, what, I think it's two bottles of rubbing alcohol, um, a thing of matches, a, uh, a, a lighter. Also, he got a canister from the gardener, apparently. And was able... Which, yeah, I don't think they ever specify what's in the canister other than it's very flammable. Well, no, they put the rubbing alcohol in there. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> they put the rubbing alcohol in there so that way they can spray at Bubba Hotep. Okay. Which also, I don't know if you like this scene, but when they were... Because this, this could be their last moments on Earth together. And, you know, I love that JFK is like, I know you're Elvis. And I love... <laughs> I love how Elvis is like, oh, thanks. Like, somebody actually believes me. Like, thank you. Like, thanks. And I love how he's like, but I do have one question. How was Marilyn? You know, Marilyn Monroe in the sack? That's highly classified information. And I love how he looks around, but between me and you, wow. And just rolls off in his electric wheelchair. Oh my god, that scene is so hilarious. It makes it's, me laugh. It's every so time. funny. Every time. So then they have a fight. Bubba Hotep knocks off JFK off his wheelchair. He's okay for now. Yep. He's okay for now. Elvis sets Bubba on fire. Um, and he goes and checks on Jack and he's like, the president is dying soon. So, JFK does pass. I love how in this sequence, I have the. I also also took a picture of this too because I know 
you, 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 of course you would find this hilarious. So after Bubba gets burnt for the first, for the first time, um, little hieroglyphics come up and of course, you know, it's, it's put in subtitles for us. It says, eat dog dick of Anubis, you asswipe. Um, I don't, something like that. Yeah. 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 So, so then they have a fight and I love how Bubba Hotep is on top of Elvis, who is riding the electric wheelchair around like it's put off basically on the bank next to the Crick, which by the way, that is a proper term of Creek is Crick. Just letting y'all know to some people. That is so to some people. Southern ass Florida shit right there. Yeah, that is. You know, so we re- so the king realizes that he has a broken rib that's also a compound fracture. You can see his rib sticking out. Um, and he just sprays Bubba Hotep as much as he can. He accidentally takes out the container that's that's filled with the rubbing alcohol. It pours out. And I love how Elvis is like, so this is how I go out? And I love how he, he basically takes his ring and starts knocking shit out of Bubba Hotep, knocking shit out of Bubba Hotep, and then, and then he knocks him over, lights the match, ignites the flame. Which, by the way, okay, if he's riding on the electric wheelchair and spraying Bubba Hotep, do you do you not think that there would be back spatter onto him? So he would also. That's what you're worried about here. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, totally. I totally think that. Oh, Admiral, I think I lost you. You still there? Admiral, can you hear me? Of course I can, good sire. Of oh, course okay, I can. Good, 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 good. Sorry, I, I thought the, the spirit of Bubba Hotep cursed the episode again. Oh, no, not again. Um, so, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, he would be totally in flames. Um, and then, of, uh, of course, he Elvis looks into the stars before he passes and he sees some hieroglyphics pull up, and it says, "All is well." Yeah, it Which, is. Not gonna lie, that was adorable. That was goddamn adorable. And do you want to talk about the music? So, I I thought this movie was very meh up until the point where I realized, and I texted you, Admiral, when I when this realization dawned on me in the middle of the movie. This is a movie about Elvis. And they couldn't get the rights to any of Elvis's music. And did you see my response back to you? That would have been the whole budget. Exactly. And so I completely understand. They did the best they fucking could, given that at the time, the uh, Presley estate was going to be very stingy with the rights to any of his music. Uh, But did you like the music that they did, uh, you know, Instead of using the Elvis music? Like I think they did their best. Oh, okay. Because now that composer is actually really big. Like, this was before he got big. He did that music. Yeah. Br- Brian Tyler. Hang on. What the fuck else is he... Oh. Yeah. Iron Man 3, Avengers Age of Ultron, Eagle Eye, Transformers Prime, The Expendables Trilogy. Jesus, Brian Tyler. All right. He also did the Lorax. Yeah, he did. Oh, my goodness. Crazy Rich Asians, now you see me. Oh my god. He re- he rearranged... Oh, he rearranged the uh, Universal's logo theme song, which was originally composed by Jerry Gold- Goldsmith. Mm-hmm. 
You want to know what the funny thing is? Is he did the 2017 Mummy. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought you would have liked the guitar riffs. He also scored seven of the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, man. We got to bring him back, man. They got to bring him back. Wow. Oh, let's see. He did. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Brian Tyler, not an insignificant modern uh, film composer. Yeah. That w- this was before he got big. Like yeah, this is this has to have been one of his first ever projects. Let me go look. Ninety seven. Okay, so before this, he did a few small things: (laughs) Shadow Hours, Panic, Simon Says, The Fourth Floor, Six String Samurai. Oh my goodness. Oh, he did. Oh, did you also see he did Constantine? Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Alien vs Predator Requiem. We're, sorry, I'm taking up way too much time talking about the composer of this movie. Uh, now that I've looked further into it, yeah, he, they did their best, and honestly, it was it was not bad considering. Yep, it's insane. He did an amazing it's job. It's insane that they got someone up to the challenge of, hey, we want to make an Elvis film, but we have none of the rights to any of Elvis's music. And Brian Tyler was like, I got you. I'm going to play some country twang. I love the guitar while they're fighting the scarab. It's insane. That was like... It's so fucking insane. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and of course, I love how Elvis, right before he dies, says, Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and I also love when he beats the shit out of Bubba, and he goes, You don't fuck with the king. <laughs> Just like, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> And uh, one last thing, and I promise we will move on. Um, I have it right here, I believe. Um, ah, yes. So, at the very end of the credits, the but the but maestro did not stay, which I'm fine. It's a, it's fine. It's I'm not upset at all. But at the very, I think Freebie turned it off. Mm. Oh, okay, that's fine. I don't think Freebie would have even let me stay for an end. How dare Freebie do that? How dare? Um, But apparently there is a supposed sequel called Bubba Nosferatu, the curse of the she vampires. And that would have been interesting. I would have watched it. And. Elvis was supposed to come back. Sebastian Half was supposed to come back. But, um, so do you want to know kind of the plot a little bit? And then I'll tell you that it just... So would would Elvis come back as a vampire? Uh, so, no, not really. Uh, Ella Joyce, the nurse, would have would have walked up on Elvis basically dying, brought him back to life, and brought him to New Orleans where he had to fight vampires. Oh, that'd be pretty great. Yeah, I would love to watch that. That that sounds fucking insane. Let's do it. So they were going to do it, and then there was uh, creative differences. Bruce Campbell left the project. So then they're like, okay, well, we'll do it with Ron Perlman as Elvis. And they were like, okay, great. And then they were like, oh, we're going to do a trilogy where it's that and this and that. We'll just get we'll just get three different actors to play Elvis, so it'll be the, the Sebastian Half Bubba Hotep trilogy. But also, by the way, Bubba Hotep was the name of the mummy, not not yeah. Sebastian Half. Yeah. 
But uh, but yeah, no. Paul Giamatti was attached to to this prequel. It was so, going to be so amazing. There was a prequel at one point. Oh, it's so good. There actually is a comic book out called Army of Darkness slash Bubba Hotep. Four issues crossover. Please check it out. I am in the process of trying to find it because it looks phenomenally amazing. Okay. That's all I have but Maestro. That's so, all. here on Cinema Gems, we have a rating system. Whole gem, amazing movie. Loved it. Half gem, it's all right. No gem, don't even worry about it. Admiral, I'm going to take a wild guess and say this is a whole gem for you. Hold on. Hold on. It's only a whole gem if you love the cartoonish antics of Bruce Campbell and also a Saturday afternoon popcorn flick that you watch before you watch your actual movie. This is I a, agree completely. This is a full gem movie for people who love Bruce Campbell. So, Bub Maestro, what do you give Bubba Hotep? I, I, I was going to basically say that. I completely agree. Okay. Uh, so, yes. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Marty and the Eric and Zerber, for letting us be on your website, lowrainpictures.com. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, just remember that it is very hard to make it through everything by yourself. Please have your friends help you out when they can, if they have the proper time and means and headspace to help you. Just let people know what you're going through so they can treat you how you want to be treated. And also treat other people how you want to be treated. Take care of yourself so you then have the time and energy to take care of others. Exactly, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand that it's probably one of those where you're like, what the hell is this? Check it out if you can. Thank you, as always, to our amazing Swapper Jacks friends and family, uh, both in Louisiana and Florida and all over. Uh, we love y'all. Thank you for sending us uh, encouragement and ideas and feedback. Uh, let us know what you thought of our uh, take on Boba Hotep. Let us know if you've seen it and have, what you thought of it. And tell us what you would like us to review. And you can do that at Cinema Gems. Po- uh, I'm sorry, Cinema Gems 1515 at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us as long as Twitter's still a thing at Cinema Gems underscore pod. Uh, yes, and Cinema Gems pod as the Instagram. Um, and also, guys, I'm going to leave you with this little tagline before we head out The King versus the King of the Dead. That's Bubba Hotep, guys. Just remember. To wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always matter, guys. Always. Bye. Love y'all.